0: You're listening to Two Pauls in the Pod. I'm Paul Merriman. And I'm Paul Reed. In this episode, we're going to have a look back at 2023 and a look forward into 2024, what to expect from a personal finance point of view and also our personal goals.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Feel comfortable giving your personal goals? Only a bit because I have to put them out into the world and then, uh, but yeah, let's get <laughs> no, on with it. Let's do it.
0: We're back. we're back. We're back. We're back with a new studio. So new year. And a new studio So congratulations to Shane This is yeah. a cool spot
1: It's brilliant Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
0: and in fairness the coffee Around the corner is quite cool Oh good. Shane uh, just made me a coffee show. Yeah I bought one um, Okay so New year We're back A lot of people have been asking me On Instagram um, When is the pod coming back So I'd like to bring it back now In um, this episode I think we should focus on Maybe looking back to 2023 Yeah Paul And then Looking ahead for 2024 From a finance point of view um, You know also, on a personal out.
1: point of view, I want to see what your own, uh, yep. you know, goals are. I guess in this, yeah, likewise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the
0: two are probably going to be pretty much the same. Lose a ton
1: away. <laughs> I'll get fit. <fair>. <laughs> 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 I
0: have to lose the muscle. I have to get skinnier. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, look. I suppose from yeah, we, we'll talk about personal stuff as well. But Johnny you know will say is that I was actually thinking about this coming into the studio today. This is going to go out on Sunday the fourteenth, which is great. A few days time, I'm already kind of over twenty twenty three. Are you? Look, like it's it happened so quickly. Yeah. So we're coming to the end of the year. And you're looking towards for the new year. I actually think we'll talk about twenty twenty three in a second. But yeah, I'm kind of, it's gone. I'm over it. I want to kind of look forward. to You're the ready future. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. ready to go. But I think the reason I want to maybe look back is I want to use this episode to educate people in what happened with interest rates and inflation because one of the biggest questions I've got on the Instagram page. And the Arsenal page over the last number of months genuinely has been... Mortgages,
1: mortgages, yeah. mortgages. That's why I get asked that, like, yeah. you know, about the podcast. And so people have listened to our mortgage episodes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So I think we do is let's go back to 2023. Let's first talk about inflation. So inflation started the previous year. Uh, inflation was genuinely ca- generally caused by, if you look at the likes of COVID-19, and then the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, the supply chain of energy, uh, the gas supply being... Uh, basically turned off by Russia. And yeah, those costs being spread across the whole Eurozone, the whole world actually in fairness. And their cost of goods going up, the cost of everything going up. Um and you know, house prices still went up and you know price bre- point point of bread a point of bread, a point of milk went up, a pan of bread went up, everything went up. Okay. Mm. So what happens with European Central Bank point of view is they increase interest rates, which oops everybody's mortgage rates mm-hmm. um, I'll go through which rates in a second um, and that sucks money out of the economy pulse. that means if your mortgage is 1200 quid and it went to 1600 euro you now have 400 euro less to spend in the local economy and when that happens inflation calms down and last year the European Central Bank did a really good job on this it was up towards 10% at the beginning of the year and it fell down towards 4-4.5% by the end of the year mm-hmm. so it has worked and why inflation is a danger to everybody that's listening to this podcast is that an inflation goes too high and we can't get it under control you start to see job losses and you start to see job losses you start to see people not being able to repay their mortgages so it's supposed to be short term paying for a long term gain from an economic point of view but let's be honest that's pretty shit if your mortgage has gone from 1200 quid to 1800 euro there's three main mortgages in Ireland you're going to have tracker rates that are around since before the financial crisis and that basically means that your rate moves in line with the European Central Bank mm-hmm. you're going to have a fixed rate where the bank will say we're fixing your rate guaranteeing not to increase it or decrease it for a set amount of time two regardless years, five what years happens. seven years regardless of what happens and then a variable rate and that means the bank can put it up at any stage or bring it down at any stage
1: is there just on the fixed rate mm-hmm. is there a time I mean you can't predict these things well some people can I guess but that's it's, is there a time to go we should get in there because it's a good fix. Yeah, last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, And I think we mentioned in our first episode, one of the first episodes yeah, we did on yeah. mortgages. Uh, but I, I still think it's a good idea to fix today. Uh, and yeah. I'll bring people through a couple of things as well on this when it comes to different banks and what you should be considering. But first, but I think again, by looking back and looking forward in this episode, why it happened is, like I said, COVID-19, the Russian invasion, Ukraine, energy prices, cost of living crisis, inflation, interest rates go up and a hard saving from mortgage view. If you are in a fixed rate mortgage last year, Okay, and you are coming out of it this year, and you've been in for the last two or three years, you're going to get a shock. You're going to get a letter from the bank, and it's going to be a massive shock. Your repayments are going to be going up hundreds of euro more than likely. Really? Yeah, it's going to be an absolute disaster for you. And um, if you're on a tracker rate, your mortgage would have went up already, so it mm-hmm. would have gone up every time the European Central Bank increased rates in the middle of 2022. You would have been getting letters, and your mortgage would have gone up and up and up. This year, your mortgage is going to fall. So the prediction is that the European Central Bank has inflation under control, and it's falling, and they're going to start pausing, which they kind of pause interest rates, and they're going to start reducing interest rates. A lot of people saying they're going to do it in quarter one. I think it's going to be quarter, probably half year, maybe into quarter three. Into the first quarter of the year? You mean? No, they're, they're the second one. half of the year. Okay. A lot of people are saying it be in the first quarter. It won't be. It's going to be towards the middle of the year, in my opinion. So if you're a tracker rate holder, you're going to get letters saying your rate is now coming down. Mm-hmm. Right? Really important to understand though is that back before interest rates start going up, the European Central Bank was zero. Okay, you know, we can go back thousands of years and see people charging interest in the shipping area, all these different, um, you know, factors, uh, factors yeah. that can to people always charge interest. So when zero percent interest rates were in, because inflation was nearly, was possibly negative, it was a freak. It's probably never going to happen in my lifetime or your lifetime, Paul, to be honest with you. It's just a complete freak. But when they were zero, and this is really important for everybody, the European Central Bank, when it was zero, the Irish banks were charging on average about two point eight to two point nine percent above that. So everyone else in the Eurozone was getting charged. Like in Spain, you could have got a mortgage of 1.5% fixed for 20 odd years. And Northern, they were charging 2.8, 3.5%. So the Irish banks are really sticking the building. Why? That's the big. Yeah, because Royal Bank's are just trying to make profit. And fairness, we're kind of a shareholder as well. Now, from a from a government, a taxpayer point of view as well. And um, argue it's much more expensive. It's hard to repossess houses. They're covering costs, but they're just sticking the building, in my
1: opinion. And is there a like a law to not do that though? I mean, no, why? Why are they getting? No, away with and that? the
0: government just let them, and they I can't really do anything with. It. Now, in fairness, the government, where shareholders sitting on the board of a few of these banks, and they could have stopped mm. it, in my opinion. Um, but. But why that's so important is at the moment the European Central Bank is around 4%. So let's say the European Central Bank slides over the next two years. I mean, you mentioned earlier on we don't have like a crystal ball or it's hard to predict stuff. We can actually really try and predict the interest rates here. The European Central Bank is saying it wants to get inflation to about 2%. Okay, it's around 4 at the moment. If they get it to 2%, Paul, they're going to have to have the mortgage interest rate above 2% to keep pressure on inflation. Hmm. So let's say they settled the European Central Bank at 2.5, I think is realistic. I'm expecting the European Central Bank to be 3%. Okay. Remember that margin of 2.8 when it hmm. was zero? If it's 3 at the 2.8 goes on it, I think the real cost of borrowing here for mortgage holders is going to be in the next couple of years, you're going to see a settle around 5, 55 at the moment, people are in two, two and a half, maybe three, three and a half, possibly even four percent. So if you're in a fixed rate or on a variable rate, I think it's gonna get really expensive. If you're in a tracker, the best you can probably hope for is that the tracker rate from the European Central Bank gets to two point five, and then you have your bank's margin, which might be 0.75, everyone's different on the trackers, 0.75, 1%, 1 1.25. So from a prediction point of view, I think the European Central Bank will decrease. I think it's going to be great news for tracker holders, some bit of relief for them. Um, And I think it's still going to go up. Interest rates are still going to go up because the banks haven't passed on all the rates to the fixed rate consumer or the variable rate consumer yeah. just yet. And why that's important is I don't want people that are in fixed rates hearing in the news or reading in the news that rates are going to fall and then they automatically think, oh, this is grand. Great, and then yeah. they get a letter going, you're gone from 2% to 5%, yeah. which is going to... Shocked them, yeah. Really shocked, and I think we have a little bit of a mortgage crisis coming our way as well in Ireland, with rates that they don't stabilise. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the biggest call I can make for 2024. Mm. And I only wanted to look back because I think it's important to Compare. help people understand the well, why this is happening, yeah, yeah, uh, and then they can also understand why I think it's going to end up the way it is. Yeah, let's put a context
1: on it, and yeah. So, so what's you know what's the is there a good side to this apart from the tracker mortgage people possibly? Uh, having a more positive no. spin on this, it's not no. Okay, at the no. moment we're
0: we're still adjusting as a country to mortgage interest rates, so we still have hmm. a long way to go. Uh, and I'm actually genuinely fearful for that's coming off fixed rate right this year. Maybe 2025 more than 2024. Um, there is one really good bank out there at the moment, Avant. Um, they're a Spanish bank that took over. Remember the MBA credit cards, that yeah, could yeah. The MNA a few years ago, they're offering a really good rate now at the moment. You can fix in for 3.95 or 4.1% fixed for the whole term of your mortgage.
1: Wow. Which I think is a really
0: good deal. Really it's called the wood mortgage. Few caveats on this, as always, get advice, give us a show for a consultation if you need advice on this. But you know, if you take the fixed rate right for twenty five years and you move house, you're gonna have to pay a penalty probably to break it. But it's kind of a, a really simple calculation You know what you'll have to pay. And um, but if you're in your family home, if you're ever home and you're on a really high tracker rate or on a, a fixed rate that you took for three, or three, five years ago, you should be really considering getting out of fixed rate, breaking it and taking the advent, because I think that rate's So you can't get out of a fixed
1: rate, but to pay the penalty You can for the it. old
0: ones, but there might not be penalties because rates have increased. It means that the banks will be trying to get you out because it's more expensive now. So if you're on an old rate, like as a rate from two years ago, three, four or five years ago, you can probably break a penalty free. Uh, now like I said just this is a health warning everyone's situation is going to be different mm-hmm. uh, you'll definitely need to get uh, independent advice and have a chat with us but uh, yeah it, 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 I think it's a really good product and I think this time next year we're sitting here and we're talking about look back in 2024 mm. I'm going to be saying that rate's 5% not 4 or 3.95 Right. so I think it's a good time to get in the fix for maybe like I said 10, 15, 20, 25 years whatever your mortgage is so, Paul, uh, last year, the stock market uh, had a really good year last year. Kids. Had a phenomenal year. I think in one of our earlier pods, or maybe it was on Instagram, I got a kind of right. I did say the market would have a positive year, would end up in high single digits. I thought it might do eight or nine percent. Um, I was very fearful of inflation this time last year. To be honest with you, I, you have to give the US government um, and Biden and the administration some credit here. The U.S. should have went into a massive recession, um, and unemployment that way. should, and it just, just like if you look at any economic data from the past, or you look at any, any data that goes, you know, when you go from a m- low inflation rate into a massively high inflation rate quickly, and you raise interest rates that high in the what they did in the Fed, and obviously the Eurozone on cover, cover, follow them afterwards. Um, you're going to cause economic difficulty and nothing really happened they kept inflation under control uh, sorry got it under control and the unemployment rate stayed really really steady and actually started to drop so the, the, the US really survived 2023 miraculously. And if you look at this time last year as well, you're looking at Silicon Valley Bank going mm. bust uh, and then Credit Suisse going bust after that. So a lot of people, this is again very important where you get your your information from. There was a lot of scaremongering out there going, one bank fell. This is 2007 all over again. Get yeah, out yeah, of yeah. the markets, get out of the markets. Your house price are going to fall. I see a load of TikTok heroes, uh, especially in Ireland going, market's going to fall, don't buy your house, stay in your parents' house the DAF.ie reported the myhom.ie reported last couple of weeks up 4%.
1: Which we'll get into as yeah, well. Yeah, we will worry. get into Yeah, but, I want to tell you know,
0: that. So just be careful where you get your data from because the economies were kind of well set up from COVID-19 savings. I think that's what really saved the markets over the last couple yeah, of years yeah. is that people, sorry, economies, rather, people had a lot of money, a lot of money slushing around from COVID-19. Um, and yeah, so the markets ended up doing well over 20%, Paul. Uh, so I said low, high single digits, maybe eight or nine percent did well over 20%. Uh, this year, I'm calling that they're going to have another positive year markets, uh, stock market. And I think they're going to do, I'm going to say low teens. I think I'm going to say between 10 and maybe 14 percent growth um, mm. and I think that's because the US elections coming up uh, I was going to ask year. about the
1: election what's that going to do for well this? if you look at
0: all the uh, the previous years run up uh, stock market wise so elections are usually positive years anyway um, I think there's a lot of uh, ambiguity around Trump obviously and Biden um, and you know the, the US has its own problem when it comes to politics um, actually obviously. like most I, mean, I think I, I read somewhere I listened to someone else's pod actually, I talking about uh, I think it was Ted McWilliams said over 50% of the world is voting this year, some way like those that was the can vote are voting. Yeah, so yeah. it's a big year Huge for the year. world in relation to what's going to happen um, politically. Was, um, but usually I think weirdly enough, no matter, what happens in the U.S. election, I feel that this year might be the biggest year we're going to see for some time. I mean, the markets might produce positive returns twenty four 2026 2027 or not every year, but on an average over the next five years, you're probably going to see positive growth. But I do think you're going to get a little bit of turbulence into 2025 and 2026 because we're kind of running out of events to happen. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you don't know what's going to happen in the future, but you know, as in... No, it's a big build-up to the election. Yeah, the, is the election is a, is a massive event that yeah. we know is happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but again... You know, unfortunately, you have to be really, really careful of what's happening in Palestine because, you know, if Iran get involved there and the U.S. get involved, Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, you could really be sparking a world war there. So, like, I think the world's on tender hooks as as it stands. Uh, If we don't see a war kicking off and if if we can get a ceasefire in uh, Palestine, um, you know, I think we might miss the world war. uh, And I think the only focus this year would be the U.S. election. And regardless of who gets in, I think the market's going to react fairly okay to it.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, because um,
1: there is a there is the kind of thing about you know if Trump gets in, they will change absolutely everything. And then if Biden says in, it will stay steady. Someone of Regar- the got
0: this lad is trying. <laughs> it was yeah. mental. Um, i try trying really, try, try really hard to turn this into a political episode, but it's bonkers. Well, it's all um, so related, really. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not well. being smart, saying that's yeah. when we go into what Trump is doing, you'll be here for an hour talking mm. about. Um, so yeah, I, I you know. I, but unfortunately the market might react positively to Trump and I think it will actually definitely react positively to Biden staying in as well especially if you look what's other happening last year and what hopefully will continue to be stability this year. Um, so weird enough to recap and to kind of to summarise this last year should have been a shit storm it wasn't <laughs> and this year looks like it's going to be positive because that, it wasn't a shit storm last year.
1: Is that something that like most years people with caution because possibly since 2007 all that kind of stuff but with caution will go this year could be difficult. And if it's not, bonus. If it is, it's like, well, it's not to say I said, I told you yeah. so, but it's more like going, well, we were, we're preparing yourself just in case.
0: Yeah, and this is why, and I'm not just saying this, but this is why I think everybody needs a financial planner, a financial planning consultation because if I was heading towards retirement age, and i had my money in the markets i'd probably be thinking okay do i get out now do i go into mm. lower risk assets Um, do i sit tight for a couple of years if i was in my 20s or my 30s and in my pension and investment accounts and i 10 years to 15 20 years i would there's going to be a blip no mm. okay there's not going to be even thought about in 10 years or 15 years like the financial crisis 2007 it's well forgotten about, still have yeah. the, the structure from it, but it's well forgotten about. It's a blip in a chart somewhere, to be fair. When you're looking uh-huh. at returns, and the same with dot com bubble bore, same with September 11th obviously, massive events at the time. When you're looking back on returns of the stock market in particular, they're just oh, blips, blips. Wow! So, and that's not noise that's here, but no, that's know, how money that's, operates. That's
1: the yeah,
0: and I think I wouldn't it be worries. panicking in my 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even early 50s. Like I said, I was coming towards retirement age, and I, I had a, a decent sized portfolio. and personally in cash or in pension I'd be having a conversation if I was thinking of buying a property I'd be reaching out and getting advice around what mortgage to go for um, house prices are not going anywhere for first time buyers this I, I, I get really frustrated by people online Um talking about crashes. I mean it, it, I, I think since I started the Ask Paul journey about six, seven years ago, every single every single year there's, there's a genius saying, the crash is gonna happen this year. The like yeah. and then when they, they eventually get it right in twenty years they're gonna go, I told, I told you, you so. You. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
1: if you look at the,
0: yeah, if you look at the you can, if you look at the pure data here, we're supposed to be building probably forty to fifty thousand houses. If you take out what we're building and you take out the social housing piece of it as well we're probably in around 12 to 15 or 18,000, whatever the figures are. You know, I think there's about 7,000 divorces a year in Ireland alone, so their families are splitting up yeah, and people yeah. have to live somewhere, so they're taking up supply. Uh, you know, people coming into the country as well um, and coming back that, you know, lived here before and are coming back to buy property. We have a massive... Massive supply issue that's not getting sorted for decades.
1: Yeah. Um, Particularly when, like, that uh, housing stay kind of near me. Oh um, my God. How is like, that loud? Like, it's absolute... Well, first of all, to put in context, it is when I think it was 85% of it is yeah it's been bought up by a UK fund
0: and that's because these funds have nowhere to go with their monies they know they can buy an estate in Dublin and fill it with tenants because no, the of rental course. market but on so their point of view yeah, you're like uh, yeah, man, yeah, we shouldn't be allowed to do it no exactly in a housing crisis the government should you should not be allowed to do it and, when and we're getting it's too com-
1: political why do you think that's happening
0: what's in the for them because
1: uh, look I'm not getting get into too, too, too yeah, much yeah, pl- yeah.
0: Polit- political stuff here because I want people um, you know when we're not taking sides in
1: anything we're just what D- the facts are They're,
0: really. they're that far fucking removed from a poll that they just, just yeah, don't, they don't really. Understand. It just looks like they don't care at this stage. I know that's hard to say. To say, uh, You know, I know I've done a bit of promotional stuff with Fianna Fall in relation to their housing, uh, you know, the, 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 the Help the Boys scheme and the rebuilding mm-hmm. the Northern Home Loan because I want people, I want to help people understand those schemes when so you get in the property ladder. Yeah, yeah. And those schemes are really good and the Housing Minister done a really good job bringing them in. And, you know, our Housing Minister can't solve the problems that we've had for the last 10 years or maybe yeah, yeah. 15 years since the, 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 the recession in 2007-2008 or the financial crisis. So, You know, we are where we are. It's an absolute shit storm. It's not getting better. And every year that goes by, we have less supply and more demand. Mm. And it's going to be a long time. And you look, you can blame COVID. You can blame government. You can, look, what's the point? We are where we are. Mm. And I just think... As first-time buyers, it's so important for first-time buyer to ignore all that noise because mm. there's nothing they can do about it.
1: It's <laughs> not going to change it until so, until what 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 is what? Can I'm going to
0: call about? ten years minimum.
1: The before market's going change, no market before change. the
0: market even didn't goes slow like okay slow down dramatically and you're gonna see maybe one percent two percent growth yeah. but I can't see it going into decline now when you see an overall market you might see some things like like if you're looking for a house for like eight hundred thousand nine hundred thousand a million they're all slowing down and going negative now because the people that were in the three bed or four bed semi that were trading up into those houses mm. that hasn't happened because of interest rate rises yeah but also when that doesn't happen that three bed semi or that four bed detached that a four-time buyer could have got is now not there either. Yeah. Um. So it, it's kind of clogging up the system more. But I do think anything between 200K and 500K is going nowhere in a negative trajectory. In, in my opinion, yeah. and you know, I look at all the data, analyze it, and I just can't see, like even personally, or business-wise, sorry, professionally and Ask Paul, um, we've got hundreds of applications for people that are approved for mortgages they can't find a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I look on a daily yeah. basis. Um, and I know, you know, the, the supply is not going to be fixed for them to buy a house. Yeah. So we're just one small firm in the Republic of Ireland. Imagine the people that are with the banks directly, why you go to bank directly for a mortgage, I don't know, but that's another conversation. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's a massive issue. So, you know be very very careful of where you get your content again and um, yeah if I was thinking of going and buying a house this year I'd be buying a house this year I wouldn't be letting some keyboard warrior um, tell me that the market's going to crash that seems
1: to be uh, a lot of uh, advice anyway like throughout the years if you're going to buy a house just just go for it and buy it because you don't know you don't know like yeah.
0: my parents bought the, their house their rates are like 18-20% yeah, yeah, interest rate yeah. was okay no. House yeah, was three grand, but back to the salaries, it no, was all still, yeah. But obviously, it was it was wasn't as bad as the ratios are today. In fairness, look, I'm not here to say it's easy to buy a house. I'm not saying it's a, a perfect landscape. I'm not. I I'm not saying I don't care. Of course, I care about where we are from a political point of view and a and a housing point of view. Uh, I'm a normal citizen. I pay my income tax. I contribute to society. I help people. From a financial plan yeah. point of view, I'm really close to the market. I would say, I would say. But you have to get into a little bit of a Mayfair kind of way here when you want to buy a house and you have kids and you're renting and the rent's higher than what your mortgage is going to be or you're living in your parents' house. Yeah. You, the most natural thing in the world is to buy a house and get a mortgage and put a roof over your head. Yeah. And I'm just fearful. Like, Let's take an example. If somebody that had tried to buy a house last year or two years ago, say, right, and some genius said, don't buy the house, it was 400 grand and property prices are going to fall. On a 400 grand house, they need a 360,000 mortgage. Hmm. Yeah, 10% deposit, 360, yeah. 90% finance, okay? Let's say the market had a fallen by 20%. So that, you know, 400,000 property fell by 20% to 320 grand. And they now only need a 290,000 mortgage. The interest rate two years ago was 1.95%. Now it's riding the growth 5%. So the cost of interest is a few hundred grand more so the 20% value or the 10% or the 20% saving on the house price has hurt you two years later because interest rates have gone through the roof. Yeah. And that's the things that we should have probably been taught in college or in school. Oh, big time. Being able to know this stuff. Yeah. And that's when people say, house prices are going to fall. They'd have to fall in the last two years. If your mortgage was just 2% and now it's 5%, the house price would have had to fall by about 40 or 50% in order for you to win the long term because yeah. of the impact of the rise in interest rates. Yeah i look probably going to be passionate with this if it carried away but I just I find it very difficult for no, it's good when, when to people it's, are getting like misinformation or yeah. are holding off on things like that to be
1: fair yeah well look it's good that you are passionate about it that's why you know that's why I went to you in the first place because you actually give a shit and it's not just yeah. kind of just yeah. giving you a, a load of fucking numbers i mean it, it is the personal side of things where people yeah. are in situations where they they can't Yeah. as you say they already have mortgage approval but they can't actually find they can't find the property a yeah so i think so um, nowhere. also with the may fame by the way for international listeners uh, that's not a political <laughs> party that's uh, that's <laughs> good point cheers uh, may fame is just be selfish be be not just selfish, looking after yourself look after yourself there yeah yeah, yeah so Paul January uh, is all about uh, you know new starts new beginnings all that stuff for fresh starts really um, and also kind of just getting your getting your shit together yeah. after the Christmas madness of it all um, a good friend of mine Stephen Mullen Steve o, put up a, a good post on uh, Instagram the other day and it was a really sincere post as well he's a great comedian but he was kind of talking about um, you know everything's building towards Christmas and it's one day and as someone else described it uh, or maybe he did it's a uh, it's, uh, Sunday roast with your family like you know and for a lot of people and it's just a bit massive build up and yeah. then you're suddenly in the wilderness of January going what the hell was that about it's like yeah. a shock yeah. or a hangover obviously. yeah a Christmas, money hangover money yeah. hangover yeah. so you know what, what are and your probably drink hangover well big drink know. hangover yeah. <laughs> and, and a quality street <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> quality street and roses have to get the two of them in ah you, heroes oh heroes as well home, yeah. you're
0: not a roses guy are you uh, old school you know No, I, I think that's just in your brain <laughs> there's no way you can like roses
1: possibly who who got rid of the strawberry one this year that was an absolute disc- The got rid of all of them yeah just get rid of them as Roses, they're dirt. You can't roses, be roses, really? Yeah, yeah. Heroes. yeah. heroes. Get with it. Yeah. yeah. Whoever wants to sponsor us, though, we like. The amount of, of
0: chocolate in my office in
1: December was absolutely outrageous. Yeah, I know. And yeah. that's the thing with all little picky bits that you just. 100%. Anyway, let's in get into too. that as well because we're talking <laughs> about fitness, Jesus. we talking about financial fitness as well, though. Yeah, look, in most a sense. In January,
0: you know, you get this every year. People feel a little bit more confident in all aspects of life. From a financial planning point of view, uh, like fitness, don't try and do it all in the one month. You know, the first thing in January is trying to get the payday because a lot of people get paid early in December so you've got yeah. a bit of a stretch. If you have got credit card debt, uh, I'd recommend going to ccpc. Uh, .ie, ccpc.ie ccpc.ie uh, and looking for a balance transfer and we did this in the previous episode yeah. so if you're interested in trying to get out of credit card debt or debt in general go back uh, through the pod and look at the, the, the debt episode that we did but uh, yeah you can transfer your balance with 0% credit card uh, on post as a decent one but just be careful like so, sorry the, what at, does
1: that do CC, say, say that so, again so, so
0: CCPC so CCPC yeah. they will compare the credit cards so you've got an A B credit card compared to the on post credit card the bank of order and credit it's an card. independent
1: kind of it's thing independent. Yeah, yeah, it's of,
0: yeah the central bank affair so it's a really mm. good site um, so if you go there and you see what your credit card debt is and transfer it over. Um, if you transfer it on post, so let's say you have a five grand credit card and it's just say an AIB click card or something, it might be 18%. I'm not sure what it is. It could be lower to be yeah. fair. 15 to 22% is what the kind of range is, in Ireland, which is horrendous. Um, switch it over. You'll have no interest to pay. So every time you make a payment, it's coming off your capital. So those 0% interest for 12 months mean you pay no interest. Now be careful. Wherever the card you go to, they want you hooked in 13 months you're going to go use their card at maybe yeah, 22% so you might end up leaving a 15% card to go to a 0% but end up with a 22% card yeah.
1: so just do your research on CCP. Is that signing up from the start that you, that could happen to you?
0: Um, no so you get 0% for an introductory period of maybe 6 months 9 months or 12 months and then after that period you're going to you're be nailed with any future it, yeah. purchase at the higher end of the... so you want to really just rip the card up and just use the system as is your use 0% and get yourself out of debt if you have an overdraft try and get yourself over uh, an overdraft over the next few months don't try and do it in January you're probably going to fail so write to the bank write to the bank ring the bank say look my my overdraft's a grand can I take it down by 200 quid a month for the next five months Mm mm-hmm so that means you get to zero in May uh, and you're back up. And is that a usual thing? The bank would usually do Yeah, they yeah, usually that's... do that. Yeah. You might have to ring them once a month, depending on the bank and the customer service. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, for those that have one of uh, in next year, we have on uh, my Instagram page, AskPaul.ie, we have the Ask Paul Saving Challenges. Uh, mm. We've got a beginner, uh, an advanced, uh, and a step up again. So we have one where if you start saving one euro from the first week of January, two euro from the second week, three euro from the second week, third week, if you keep doing that increase by euro a week, you'll end up saving 1,378 over the year. Probably. It's mad,
1: yeah. It's, it just yeah. adds up. It just adds up and you yeah. forget that because it sounds so ridiculous, it, like a one euro a week. One euro extra a that? week, yeah. Just so, extra, ver- so, you start yeah. with one
0: euro. But the only day of the challenge is that, like, in week 15 if you say 15 quid you might not order the extra coffee on the way that's to it. work or yeah, you yeah. might cut out on a lunch and bring your, your your lunch to work whatever you have to do um so yeah so i think that's what you need to do in january i mean i'm not a big believer in doing this massive overhaul no um, think, and, and yeah. going on a money diet and trying to you
1: know change your money habits as you say it's, it's like going to the gym you're going to the gym first time in a while you get you're gonna get injured <laughs> do you know what I mean you're gonna, if you're going smashing Wait, it going I used to I do this I literally
0: did this last week went yeah. the, end of the squat never warmed up just stupidly and tweaked yeah, it back
1: because you think you can do it yeah, I was playing think. football yeah. same thing I was just I was unbelievable I was scoring goals whatever but anyway <laughs> um, but but you have a, a journal in, <laughs> in front of you there. always he's laughing it's, it's uh, unbelievable uh, uh, but I couldn't walk for a week um, you, <laughs> because you were a shot because I was shit yeah no I scored it's unbelievable now I'm the youngest guy there which says a lot but so this journal in front of you so this oh, is yeah. right. I'd love to chat about this because I have a, a version of it which I you actually have a poor man's version uh, well hold on hold on a second that was a fiver <laughs> yeah then I'm not going to ask I'm not even yeah, you yeah exactly okay we, so I'm going to be very honest here yeah
0: I really struggled last year. So uh, as you know, the year, year, year previously, we sold the business. Uh, we've been uh, acquired by a firm called First Town. It's been amazing. But it, I think the CEO role for me is really kind of, really ramped up massively. C-O-O. CEO. The CEO of the business really yeah. kind of ramped up. But, you know, last year we had different board meetings from the came back. We're trying to grow the business. Uh, we've actually acquired a number of businesses as well. So I've ended up being into the MA field I've never been in before. And M&A? a yeah. So mergers and acquisitions, so yeah. buying firms. So we've bought a few firms um, and they'll be all out in the press the next couple of weeks actually. Yeah. So um, I might discuss that in another episode. But it was mental. So over the Christmas period, I said, right, let's try and do something different in January, which I enough, I try to do every year. But I think I might have nailed this one. I... I'm ashamed to say, bought this book. I'd say three years ago. Hmm. Uh, so I signed up to this thing by a guy called Michael Hyatt. Now, by the way, you don't have to do this. I'm not promoting this. This is not a paid advertisement. Link none of that crap. And I recommend you do what Paul did because it's cheaper. Um, uh, but this book is called the Full Focus Planner. You can check it out on YouTube, and then just take their. It's a great video and on YouTube
1: anyway on how to. Use it, it is how to use Growing it. So on, yeah. I started
0: to use it last week, and the amount of shit I'm getting done is unbelievable I'm
1: just I'm so find, surprised when you say you had a mental year obviously it was mental busy because there's yeah. all that kind of stuff going on so in terms of and what it's called focus is just having it all down in one place in one
0: it's been selfish with your time, I suppose. I think you know, uh, with the year we had last year, the yeah, time. we had to restructure management team. We we were acquiring, um, you know, a lot of stuff. It was, stuff, uh, a lot of, just, it was yeah, just been in mental. Place. So yeah, I think this year, um, for what it's worth, like I said, this it, I just bring it through it. Like I think in a week, it kind of you know on the left hand side has your day. Uh, just said your big three tasks, other tasks, and then your diary, six a.m. to eight a.m. So you started At off six a.m. I'm an actor, i <laughs> 6 a.m. You're mark. getting home at 6 a.m. Isn't yeah, that true. Day? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to get picked uh, up on it, but anyway, yeah. So on. the whole idea is that, you know, you put your morning rich in when it's a workout, so trying to work working in the morning, you get to work at the office, clear the big three tasks. What it's allowed me to do was being very selfish with times, even in the office, people are kind of popping in and saying, Look, give me 10 minutes, do this first. Mm-hmm. Where I'd always put them on the long finger. And yeah. look, it's it's just, I don't know, people probably don't need it. People are probably not like me and are very, very uh, military focused and not all over the place sometimes. No, look, same but here. But I have found it has helped massively. And it's only been two weeks. I'll check image in the pod. If you don't see me carrying this around in a few weeks' time, you know, I failed. But it's a really good concept. And I've seen loads of people talk about it, and loads of people, mm. you know, you know, set your big three tasks out. You don't have to buy this thing. And this looks, like, so it's not a promotion or anything. But I signed up to this thing three years ago and I've got like, I paid for them, which is a waste. Uh, and I've got on my bookshelf about yeah. 10 copies. It's going to do me the next. I think I think they're based on a quarterly basis, I think. Uh, so I think at the end of this quarter, that should be gone. I need the yeah. next one. Uh, but you don't need that. You just get a blank diary. Look at the the video, Michael Hoyle's full focus video yeah. on YouTube and then just credit yourself. So it does. I can't stress... I'm just using it because I bought it as an idiot a few years ago didn't do anything with it
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, which and people might do as well
1: but it, as you say it's just getting it all down in one place and having stuff to tick off
0: yeah and I I, I found the beneficial because the other thing I do in work is that I've gone through so many different pads or diaries or so many different mm. so it's kind of just the holy grail so i mean, literally living with it and do you, do you know, sorry, the big thing here is you do it the night before
1: Yeah. So before yeah, you go yeah. to
0: bed and it actually has helped me relax it more sleeping yeah. um, and waking up a little bit fresher because I haven't got 10 million things on my mind going the bed
1: well my, my yeah my main issue is trying to do a million things at once and again with my job and different versions of what I do for a living is is trying to just get it all done yeah like just trying to go I have to do this at that time at that time at that time and then I have to drive there and do this mm-hmm. and, and travel there life is hectic I think everyone feels
0: it, it like, you know, it's not just me yeah everyone feels it these days I'm not saying because of a business and I've got kids but loads of people that just you know have you know maybe they're at home or they are unemployed there's so many tasks that do on a daily basis yeah. in life now right? it's a bit mental so uh, anyway, well, that's talk talking me.
1: about that just because you reminded me right now and I have 20 things on it right now which I've actually have to take off some is this app called Todoist have you heard of this? I used it before yeah it's brutal you think it's brutal <laughs> I love it do you honestly?
0: no it wasn't for me because I think I spent so much time on my phone anyway yeah, I, I don't, I'm trying yeah. to get away
1: from my phone yeah okay well I, I have it on my kind of front page here and a, a friend of mine recommended it and I'm getting through stuff for Unbelievably, man. But it's yeah. the same thing. It's Again, just... it's it's what works.
0: Is I yeah. my phone time, about it. it's Instagram or work or emails. Even when I'm traveling, yeah, I believe f- my phone. At home the now fo- yeah, the, the phone's a big issue, um, and yeah, that's why it. I I like this. I turn the phone yeah. and just focus on this. Retro. Yeah, retro. Oh, it's good man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Right, your goals, party. Let's talk about your goals. What are you kind of do in twenty? 20- what What are you trying to do in twenty twenty four? Let's just
1: well similar to and you. And be probably... careful. Yeah,
0: because you're going on the public record, dude.
1: Oh, it's yeah, like you're genuine.
0: literally you can't fuck this up yeah. last year write a little note to yourself going oh are gonna
1: be I know and yeah, it is a thing bit, if you tell different. people then uh, you gotta make it happen yeah, or you gotta live by it I guess
0: but so I did see a clip on Instagram recently where there's something in your brain that when you tell people what you're doing your brain thinks that it's done it's it, done. it yeah. and you don't have the same motive oh, I was blocked because I've yeah, done that so, so many true. times yeah yeah I gotta do 5k I've got this uh, couch to 5k app and I gotta do yeah. three Days a week, he never
1: do it. Well, look, I watch workouts online. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, I just fucking watched it. I didn't do it. I was like, that's really good. I'll say and you know how many things we've got saved on Instagram yeah. or whatever the fuck. Oh is. man, yeah, it's like, great. But honestly, th- that is
0: a thing. And yeah. you know the way sometimes where you, you something clicks in your brain, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, that's literally me. Well, uh, this
1: year and, and I was kind of saying to the lads before um that uh, I don't know why, but um, I feel like i have gonna have a massive change this year. I don't know what it is. I actually Operation, don't. racially f- like, as a change, change. I might. Fuck knows. Probably. Yeah. Why not? I'm up for that. Yeah. I'm Why not? Yeah.
0: But like, I don't. Up know what for? It, it as I have no problem, with it. Like, not up for. Up for, it, like, just right.
1: that. You know. <laughs> but the thing is, with the with that sense of uh, change in my life, I don't know what the fuck. It, yeah, I don't know how it's gonna form, but um, it's a real positive feeling, and I don't know where it's coming from. It's age. From. It probably is age. It is age. Yeah, yeah sorry to I tell you it's age. Fuck, I thought age would be worse. No, you're just, no,
0: just realising all this shit. Yeah,
1: it's terrible. <laughs> I'm loving <laughs> it. younger and just winging it. Uh, no, I <laughs> know. Don't like this clarity malarkey. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of embracing it somehow. i just kind of going, yeah, okay. I actually do need to do that stuff. And look, last year, the podcast was brilliant because it actually got me talking to a lot of people about uh, finances, yeah. like my mates and fucking other people that... Yeah. And I was kind of going, geez, we're actually talking about money. And I get in there and say, "What are you laughing at?"
0: No, I'm just, <laughs> no, no, I'm just smiling
1: at you, bro. Yeah, I right, like it, yeah, like, yeah, I right. just like it. No, this you're just you. going, yeah, right. You're That's talking about what you're money. You're saying it's <laughs> nice. Jesus Christ! I, no, try I'm trying not to I'm smile I'm at you. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> There's something coming. I know There's it. There's something coming. Uh, but it is that thing, right? Of having the chats and all this. So this, this, this year's your paranoia, yeah this year I'm just dead paranoid about what's going to happen <laughs> that thing that might happen <laughs> fuck you don't know if it, if it comes or comes but um Andy you're
0: positive is what you're saying it's January you're positive January, I mean, you got any health go like I'm back in the gym and I'm trying to yeah
1: um... well I'm I'm actually weirdly for me I'm I'm not injured in any way at the moment which is right. actually weird for me I'm usually doing something as I say I go jumping into something or go t- playing football and I'm hard tackling you know so <laughs> I get stuck in um, but uh, <laughs> which I get injured obviously but no I, I don't feel and I do a lot of physical stuff in theatre and all this kind of stuff and I'm just a constant injury you know? hold on yeah. physical stuff you're yeah. an actor Yeah, you're standing on stage and acting mate that's not physical have you seen me in my last show? no
0: didn't buy yeah, me. Exactly. Didn't get me free ticket. could not afford to go to it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But um, no, but it, I'm always something niggling at me. And again, yeah. that's poss- possibly to do with why I feel like it's a good, positive start to the year. Because I feel great. I you're feel, not broken now. Yeah. And I went yeah. for a run the other day and I was like, I feel great.
0: Right, okay. What's your goals? What do you want to do this year? Let's let's just put them out there. Because sometimes let's reverse what we've seen on Instagram. Let's put them into the universe so they can actually help us. Um,
1: well, I'm going to make, I, like, yeah, for me. And again, even saying it out loud is kind of weird. But it's, where else we say it do you know, um, is <laughs> see, now that we have the cameras, I'm stop winking at the camera, yeah. yeah, yeah. Turn people yeah, off this yeah, episode, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm gonna finish, um, writing a TV spec, which I, I'm pretty much finished. I have Amazing. to do a second draft, yeah, yeah, I'm on a second draft already. Which I'm really enjoying, and the first half is always really hard. I did, it, I went away last year in January and wrote a short film. And short films are notoriously really hard because you have to squeeze it all into, squeeze all your ideas into like a couple of minutes. Right, and it's really difficult to edit and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of just get it all out and see what happens. And um, I did that last year, and I've fine tuned it. So we're going to shoot that, shoot it this year. Great. I was hoping to shoot it last year, but luckily I got a lot of acting work, which is great, and voiceover work, cheers, <laughs> and uh, all that kind of stuff. So. This year, yeah, I wanna I wanna <laughs> finish my own projects. Oh, and then we also got. Oh, yeah. Okay, so can we do? Can
0: you turn around? My so this merch. is this is uh, Paul um, has. Uh, sorry, this isn't planned by the way, but I did yeah. see it on Instagram. By the way, your pictures this year were phenomenal. Yeah, the Christmas uh, cards sold, sold really in, well again. Well, you, you never know. sent me mine. Again, I did. Second, no, you fucking didn't second, second no, you didn't. You didn't ask for my address. You didn't send them second year in a row. Are you choking me? I'm telling you the truth. You didn't send them to me Oh I don't believe And I was the first honest. in And I actually asked you Live on the pod During did, the year yeah. last year and never sent me the merch um, And anyway, his top Turn around at Brixton uh, Is a coffee shop isn't it It's a coffee shop in Brixton yeah. Called F Mondays F Mondays And then Paula
1: designed The um, little characters On the back of it Yeah so that's it That's it What you call it Anyway look This is all merch Anyway I can't see I my not stand up So the illustration uh, stuff Is uh, going really well With the Christmas cards Selling all that kind of stuff And also The uh, yeah, just doing my own work. That's great. That's, that's doing my own work. Delighted
0: for you. That's brilliant. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to focus on fitness and try and nail it this year. I feel like I've been fucking around with fitness for 21 really? years, 22, 23 years. Oh, now.
1: I know, to me. Yeah, yeah. Tell
0: yeah. me, just like, like it's just. I've kind of gone 42 in April and I just have never consistently nailed it. I go through yeah. periods of feeling great not going to say looking great, but looking better than feeling, what I probably yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, just feeling good. Um, I went up to this place, it's uh, not probably went, uh, uh, a good buddy of mine, Darren, uh, the MPT, it's up to my parents' house up in Tala Village, Um, and he had this, this a Dexter scan or something? I stood on it, and he gave you your oh, body yeah, yeah, composition yeah. and your... Oh, how does it
1: do that you just stand
0: on it you stand on it you hold these things oh, right, right. Um, so I'm going to try to work with Darren over the next few months to see how we get on but it's um, actually it was really cool because I went was a little gym it's a really good pair. it's a place from no, it's a place called Brian S. Ryan on the old village uh, to the main road in Tallow Brian village Brian S. Ryan Brian S. Ryan yeah they are office supplies, I think um, and uh, my parents live across road. Hi, he opened this gym called DMPT behind Brian S. Ryan hadn't been it looks really cool and it's, and it's a really cool spot and he should be really proud of what he's achieved but anyway, I rang him in a kind of desperation. Like, this year needs to be the year. You know, I need some help. I've tried loads of trends, I've tried loads of fads, I have tried fucking every diet, i done everything. Um and yeah, he's like, come up to me and I went up and I was expecting a little assessment like jumping the weighing scales, there's a measuring tape, your, uh, your your biceps, your stomach, your legs, you was crack. Mm. But yeah, he had this machine where you stand on you and your bare feet and you hold on to two little things like a handlebar. Um and it measures your body. God oh,
1: uh, it's hard. They're, yeah, like it, it takes a real look at yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, now I love data.
0: So mm. I think, and I'll put it out there, I'm back at them in two weeks and the amount of data on this, mm. I'm dying to move it the right way. Yeah, that's And good. it's not just a that's weighing scale number. So you can actually be the same way, but your body composition can change, your muscle mass mm. can change, and you can see it all. And I'm actually hoping that that will help me Achieve it, and I'm also climbing with Jerry Hussey and a few lads uh, the Isle of Sky in right, uh, yeah. May wow. over in Scotland. Jesus! So I'm going to try and I've signed up to that sea can I remain fit enough to do that because that'd be a big challenge over four days or something. Is three days, four... three wow. days. I think we're going on Monday back on Wednesday or something. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to achieve this that's year. Amazing. So if I'm back here in May, or I'm on a pod with you from uh, Scotland. Yeah, it means up that was a success. Jesus yeah. that's great so uh, yeah that's what I'm going to try and do Well, uh, look I suppose thanks for listening we're going to wrap that episode up I hope that's added value looking back and looking forward to 2024 I hope you're enjoying the pod do let us know if you are send me an Instagram message uh, to the askpaul.a website uh, Instagram page and if you want to uh, suggest any content for the future uh, hit us up we'll see you next week Paul see you next week Paul